It is time for the new Dan Vogler 4D Experience Podcast. Are you ready? Buckle in. Let's go for a ride. Welcome to the Dan Fogler 40 Experience Podcast. This is a very, very special episode for me. I have the Dame Judy Belushi Pisano. That's right. This uh, wonderful lady is on the show, and I get to interview her. Her husband, John, is obviously uh, her ex-husband, um, John Belushi. Um, that, if that rings any bells for anybody... Uh, it was a, a, a major influence on my life. Um, and I'd like to start out uh, the 40 experience with a little homage to him uh, that I believe would, you know, uh, could be a good SNL audition. Uh, so um, without further ado, this is uh, Donald Trump as the Godfather. Uh, in front of all these people here, uh, if I should fall down. I'm fine as this. Like, uh, Gerald Ford or something. Everybody knows Gerald Ford. He's always falling down the stairs. Now everybody remembers I had a piece of toilet paper and stuck in the show. Everybody remembers that. I remember a certain, uh, I remember a certain uh, president. He, uh, he threw up all over everybody. He was in Japan, man. Oh, in Japan, he's... Uh, you remember that. All the fakers out here, they remember that. Yeah, I remember... Uh, they showed him in slow motion over and over again. It's terrible, disgusting. Disgusting what they did to that president. I'm not gonna let that happen to me. Not to me, not to my legacy. They're not gonna get me sliding down the stairs like I'm a fucking idiot. Like I'm some kind of uh, uh, buffoon for everybody's amusement. I had very slick shoes on that day. And uh, very nice Italian leather shoes on that day. And that ramp, it was like an ice cream, it was like an ice rink. It was like an ice rink, and the general was a very, I respect the general very much. I always, no one's ever gonna tell me that my family never respected the military in this country. And he says, hold on to me. All due respect, General. For all the fakers, all the fakers out there. I don't want to make a big deal out of God. If I go to hold on to you, that's it. You understand? You understand what I'm saying? 
Det er faktisk sådan fall. Jeg er split. Jeg split my pants. My ass. Jeg er ude. I don't know if I should see my uh, adult diapers uh, flowing over. Uh, that won't be very good for my brand. Uh, if a bolt of lightning should come down, well, uh, I'm getting peed on. And I got electrocuted. I hope you enjoyed that. I certainly did. I should have said it was the, this is Brando as the godfather as Trump. I shouldn't have said Trump as the godfather. And that, that's kind of confusing. I don't know how to do a Trump impression. I don't know how to do a godfather impression. Okay, so, uh, all right. I hope that was fun. I had a lot of fun. Okay, here comes the interview. Just love and light for this lady. Cutie B. Cutie B. Hey. How you doing? How you doing? I'm, I'm doing pretty well. Thank you. Yeah? Yeah. That's funny. Good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Full of laughs. Yeah, no. Uh, you know, given I have a, a new challenge, I'm uh, feeling pretty good most of the time, and uh, learning learning to accept lots of things, <laughs> lots of new things, and uh, carrying on. Well, this is very special for me um, in many ways. And uh, I'm really here. I, I have a bunch of questions for you, but I'm really here to follow your lead. Okay. And I'm here to learn from you. Uh, and... Obviously, uh, John was a major influence on me. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, you're you're you were very close to him, so it's just very special for me to talk to you. Uh, well, likewise, um, it's always nice to see, uh, you know, John's influence making positive reverberations even so long after he's physically left this world. Um, do you want to know what your name means? I do this for all my, my guests. Yeah. Like, like the, uh, the, well, your full name, like the poetry of, of, of your name. My whole name, my very full name? Yes, yeah. I'd love to know. Judith Victoria okay. Jacqueline Belushi Pisano. Okay, slow down. I got it. I throw that. I, 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 yeah. No, I, I looked up uh, Judy Belushi Pisano. So. Okay, we'll go with that. <laughs> okay, so Judy, um, Judy is, it's, it's also my mother-in-law's name, so she'll be happy. Um, <laughs> Judy. <laughs> It means praised, praised. Excellent, excellent. Um, it's uh, it's got, it's got a lot of origins. You know, it means from Judea. You know, from right. That's if you more want to get what bi- I've always biblical in it. 
Right. Yeah. Are you? Are what are you? Are you Italian Jewish? What's your What's your name? <laughs> well, Jacqueline was my maiden name, and it's very, uh, you know, typical wasp kind of a thing. Um, grandparents from Germany, Great Britain, um, including Scotland, and um, and uh, <laughs> well, U.S. But uh, through uh, England and Canada. Typical mongrel. Yeah. Okay, so you want to know what, uh, this is very special for me. Again, do you want to know what Belushi means? Sure. Okay. So I'm going to guess. <laughs> Belushi, Belushi was, uh, it was, it was actually more difficult to look up than I realized. So yeah, it's not very common. Belushi, not say, say it again? I said it's not very common, especially, there's some other spellings that sound the same, but that spelling is unusual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's Albanian and Italian. Um, He's just Albanian. He was Albanian. Purebred. Yeah. Purebred. Okay. Yeah. Um, and the etymology of it makes it a, uh, a cousin to Bellucci, like Monica Bellucci. Right. Um, and that obviously means very beautiful in Italian. It means very beautiful. And uh, similar uh, meaning in uh, Albanian, you know, and then, but then I was like, you know what, I, I, I want to look deeper into it. So, I st- so sometimes if I don't get, if I'm not satisfied, I start to chop up the name, you know. Uh-huh. So, Bell is obviously beautiful, Bell in many languages, Bell, still Bell, mm-hmm. but Ushi. Ushi, and I thought, okay, this is great because <clears throat> I want to go to samurai route here. <laughs> Ushi in Japanese. Do you know what that is? No, I, it's no, it's a food. It's no, no, that's sushi. <laughs> Ushi. Uh-huh. Ushi is a is like a minotaur. It's like a mm. mythical shapeshifter. Okay. Mm. Mm. Ah. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mythical shapeshifter, and then uh, Pisano means uh, from Pisa. Yeah, one from Pisa. Um, Yeah, and but Pisa means um, the marshland because uh, you know all the all the buildings were tilting because the the ground was shifting. Right. So. Your full name is Praised Beautiful Minotaur from the Marshland. <laughs> I think I'm going to put that. I'm going to begin using that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. Some people are like, you know what? Uh, I, I didn't like that very much. Uh, <laughs> that, was, nope. that was a good I, one. I, yeah, I'm very, very taken with it. Yeah, I and like it. I think... I think Belushi, that one, like, you know, the, it just reminds me of him. Minotaur, mythical shapeshifter. Because yeah. that's what he was, man. He was just, like, mythical. I think he still is. And he, was, he's, he, is, he is a mythical uh, shapeshifter. Um, so can I, can I talk about, I don't know how much you want to get into. Sure. Yeah. Um, what's I'm going on in your life. Here. Okay, well, time. can I, 
can I read um, the, uh, just like a paraphrase the text you sent me? Sure. Um, recently. So you sent me this text, and it says, good morning. So I haven't heard from you in a while. I've been reaching out like, hey, let's do, a, let's do an interview for a while. And so I get this text out of the blue, good morning. So in a nutshell, I was diagnosed with cancer in March. I had major surgery. I'm now undergoing chemo treatment every three weeks. And yesterday, the fog lifted. If you'd like to talk this week, I'm good. Topics, music, laughter, love, water, cannabis, coffee, acceptance, forgiveness, in no particular order. And, of course, any subject of interest to you. Next week is family-focused, then chemo day three, so open again July 15th. Hope you have found peace and joy within the challenges of these trying times. Okay. I, I mean, that's um, – what do you want to talk about first? <laughs> uh, well, let's see. <laughs> I, yeah. yeah. A lot of those um, topics are um, fascinating to me. Yeah. Yes, I mean, you, you, you too seem to be, I mean, clearly, you know, laughter. You've got a lot of that in your background. Or, you know, I mean, in yes. terms of at least work. Um, and just sort of... Tremendous the, amount uh, of cannabis. I have a tremendous amount of cannabis <laughs> in the background. Okay, that's good. Well, you know, we're... we're uh, uh, I work, you know, I continue to, to manage the, the Blues Brothers brand. So, um, obviously, Dan is the, is the motivating force of it all but at this point and um and he continues to perform actually with my brother-in-law jim um but uh we've we've we're, we're and with jim we're, we're he has a farm in oregon and we're doing cannabis and we have a blues brothers strain so there you have it soon soon to hit other markets but right now just in oregon is it a ooh, is it is probably an indica or is it a sativa or is it uh, a hybrid most uh, I think it's, I should know the answer. Of <laughs> uh, pretty, pretty sure I, well, I get the indica. <laughs> you like the you, you like the mellow stuff. Yeah. Well, right at this point, <laughs> used to be the sediva. Yeah. Of course, I yeah. can't get it here. I can only get it if I go to Oregon. But I do spend a lot of time in Oregon. Um, and we also wait, oh, have so working on a coffee. You're so in those New York. Are my... Coffee. Yeah. You're a big coffee person, huh? I have been. Um, kind of letting it go for now because of the stimulant effect, and I'm trying to, you know, sort of stay focused in or inward and um, calm and things like that. So, so I haven't been drinking coffee, and uh, it's questionable whether it's good with chemo. So um, I haven't. But we, we we've got a yeah. We I'm, I've partnered with some people in Canada, and uh, we've got a beautiful. Uh, roaster and five different blends and just just unrolling that and it's been really fun and and different in fact i'll send you some dan that would be amazing because that's my wife loves coffee it's like her thing Good. and you can always re-gift it if you don't want it yeah <laughs> um no you'll like you'll like the package so, <laughs> in no in no particular order here uh, water. Water. What's up with water? <laughs> water is very important for your, you know, 
it's I think we're uh, it's healing for one. I live yeah. on an island, and uh, you know you take a walk on the beach, and you're you're it's a whole new emotional set. It, it rejuvenates you. You've got to you need it to survive. We are ourselves. What ninety percent is it? Water. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I don't know why I put that in there. <laughs> in my well. <laughs> I, I love water. Water is, water is very important. Uh, it is very I like, important. I, 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 always, uh, I always refer to water because um, of uh, martial arts, and I talk about Bruce Lee, and he talks about being like water. That's and right. uh, I, I like that um, in reference to uh, just life in general, you know, path of least resistance. Yeah. Yep. Um, and uh, and like you're saying, you know, we are we're you know 85, 90 percent water. The Earth is 80, 80 percent water. Yeah, we have water. the same percent. We have the same percent. Yeah, it's uh, and um, water is like a superconductor. Um, you know, there's uh, the it's fact the that um, yeah, the liquid of life. And it's it's intelligent, you know. And also the philosophy of like we're all we are raindrops, but we are also the ocean. You know, it's, it's like so many great yes. like water metaphors. And uh, oh. yeah, um, and I and this there's like this recent test I saw recently where, um, you know, like on a microscopic level. A, a snowflake is like uh, it's like you know intricate geometry, you know. Yes, and, and um, each one is different, and each one's the same. I yeah, and but it's like crystalline, and if you if you like 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 sharp angles, you know, geometric angles, and if, and there's been studies where if you um, send harmonious vibes through water, it takes on, on a molecular level, it takes on like a very um, lovely-looking geometric shape, you know. And if you send, if you send dissonant vibes at it, um, if you send non-harmonious vibes, it, it looks like static, it looks, you know, like it's being torn apart, you know? Yes, it's a, um, what we would call a uh, less pleasant image. The, 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 if you put, you, there's a, uh, a scientist in a Japanese fellow, I think his name is, a, I can't remember right now, but he, um, he took water and put them in glass containers, put words on them like love, hate, yeah. you know, et cetera, and put them in the subway system. I think in Tokyo, uh, and he'd taken um, photos of the crystals before he put them out there, and then he left them out there, and then he came, brought them back and took photos of the crystals, and the, the ones that had the word love or peace or what we would consider yeah. positive emotions were very uniform and what we might call pretty pictures, but when you got the words like hate or you know, whatever other uh, you know, anger, they were uh, not, they were... But they, they they were not so consistent. They were troubled, <laughs> which is fascinating. And you know, in homeopathy, um, 
they also believe that if you, you know, remedies, they believe remedies, but even just putting a, a word on, on a glass of water that you drink, you know, health yeah. can, can also affect your, your, whole, your whole system. And, and we really should be thinking a lot more about water because we are quickly destroying it and the, and the, the yeah. part of it that keeps us alive. And, I, you know, I think uh, yeah. it, it, uh, it, it's probably the biggest, most important uh, discussion or one of the very big important, one of the several big discussions as a culture, as a, as a world we should be having. So it's a big, big topic. It, you know, seems like you know, here we are in these times where people are going inward much more because they have no choice. <laughs> They're stuck at home. And I think a lot of people have um, appreciated the time to some extent. It's difficult as well. But, uh, you know, when, when you hear things like, uh, you know, cultures are seeing the Himalayans who haven't seen it for decades because the air is cleaner or, uh, you know, by 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 everyone staying home suddenly we're finding some some positive effects on the environment and i suspect as soon as things clear up we'll just go right back and and uh, you know, continue destroying it all the way we have been which is what i hope doesn't happen but we don't want to go down that road too far <laughs> let's go see let's move to Air. <laughs> Air. Laughter. Yeah. I'm going to get back uh, to laughter. Oxygen. I, uh, I, well, man. Man, oh, man. <sighs> cancer. So cancer is, uh, cancer is, <laughs> is, it's, is a crazy it's topic. <laughs> it takes over Same your life. But, um. What can I say about that? You know, I will say this about that. Since I had the diagnosis, of course, it's been challenging and difficult, but um, I, I indeed have had some of my uh, best days ever. I mean, there are, it, it, you know, you're just in a different perspective. You, you know, suddenly things are very real in terms of, you know, we're all dying. Everyone's dying. Just because I have cancer doesn't mean I'll die before you. I'll dance on your grave, Dan. But um, I may not be in a case. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, you know, it's uh, it's got its it's got its uh, lessons for sure. And um, I wouldn't recommend it. But uh, you know, if you, if you find yourself there, embrace it and uh, drink a lot of water. <laughs> like that, I tied that in. Yeah, good good segue there. Uh, good callback. I, I, uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah. I, I've had some interesting health scares in my life where I didn't know what the fuck was going on. And, um, but uh, you know, nothing as intense as this. But I, I it's interesting because. The idea of chemotherapy like always scares the shit out of me. Like I thought, I thought that if I got cancer, that I would actually um, that I would go like a like a like a very experimental route or something. Like a lot of the stuff that you 
a lot of the stuff that you like mentioned, you know, like you know, pure water, you know, frequency, music, laughter, love, lots of cannabis, you know, uh, CBD, yep. you know, just marinating, marinating in that. And and, uh, and I don't know if you've looked into any of the experimental um, remedies. Yes. yes, I have, and that is exactly how I felt that I would, I mean, frankly, I'm pretty sure it won't be, well, somewhere in the future, it, this will be considered quite bar- barbaric. I mean, it, it, it doesn't really make sense. Yeah. It's, it's uh, you know, it's just poison. You kill everything in your body, and if you can live through that, maybe maybe we've gotten rid of the cancer. But, um, and, you know, and, and, but um, faced with what to do, and, and frankly, I'll also say, I do believe we can heal ourselves. I, I might say I'm not a Christian scientist, but I mean, I, I do. I believe we ha- that that ability is here for us. And, uh, yeah. but I think, you know, we've forgotten, I, I have, I've actually on occasion sort of in very small things, I, I have cleared a problem with the meditation and, um, you know, yeah. but, uh, uh, I'm sorry, somebody walked in and I got distracted. I'm easily distracted. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, you know, it's like we have the ability to heal ourselves, but I, it doesn't mean. I'm in the right place. You, you, you know, you got to have the emotion and, and your mindset, right. and a lot of focus and, or maybe none even it's one or the other, but, <laughs> but I, 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 I'm, I think everything in life is either in the side of love or fear. Everything kind of is one or the other. And I'm a little, I'm still in the fear side of that idea. I'm, I'm afraid I can't. So I don't feel I can trust myself trying to do it at this point, but I right. am doing all sorts of meditation and whatnot and trying to get myself better. And, and I'm, trying to work with the chemo, which is really hard to explain to yeah. your body why you're doing this. You know, I know this seems drastic, but you cells are very good at reproducing, so we're yeah. going to get rid of you, and then you're going to come back stronger. And that's what we're working on right now. I, you know, I did um, a lot of research, and the thing is, there's not a lot of statistics for you to look at to choose something that's alternative. There are lots of... Um, right. Here's there's a lot of um, hearsay and, and the testimonials, and I do believe, you know, many of the testimonials. Um, but there's, I guess, you know, research is expensive. It's mostly funded by big pharma. I mean, the government's percent of testing it financially is much, very small compared to big pharma. And neither one particularly wants to, uh, I don't know, there's, there's no sense for big pharma doing it because if they discover if they put their money behind figuring out that some herb is what herb is what can help you, then there's not much money in it, et cetera. So you're, it's difficult to, to get behind something. But I, I have found uh, some that I'm very interested in. I always, actually, Germany, there's some really nice experimental things that I do know someone who went and did. And um, very interested in that. But kind of a bad time to go off to Germany. Uh, I may end up doing it. Yeah. I decided, you know, put my, I'm going now, right now, I'm trying the chemo. I'm um, listening to the, you know, I mean, the thing is, there are a lot of people who believe in it um, because it's all they have, really. And, you know, when you start looking at the research, each cancer has a different uh, kind of drug that helps it. And there's all sorts, it's not like chemo is one thing. Chemo is all sorts of different formulas. 
and you know, like one works for breast cancer, but but not not for stomach or you know, on and on. It's it's quite fascinating when you start looking into it. Um, I've been fortunate enough not to have family or I've had friends who are close, but not uh, during the time when we were, you know, in living in California when I'm in Europe, you know, but, um, so I haven't really spent a lot of time learning about it or, you know, out of sight, out of mind. Anyway, you know, so we're, we're, we're going real low here. We got to, yeah. Let's find a new topic. No, this is uh, no, this is this is uh, this is it's not low. It's it's life, you know. It's educational. I I, th- I think yes, that um, you know. Uh, the last thing I was going to say is just like something that you can do to supplement your immune system is um, is uh, just obviously just ingesting just tons of of uh, THC and CBD if you're not already just eating it, smoking it, whatever you're fucking just, just marinate, marinate in it. Uh, <laughs> yes. And, um, um, yes, and, indeed. And I have, um, um, I mean, I've got um, some tincture that I, I take in the late afternoon. Yeah. And it seems to help my appetite because I'm one of those people who, you know, lost weight during this whole thing. I had deaf surgery and that, so... I um, have to gain weight now, and we've been diligently trying to do that. I just walked out to my car to get something. Now, uh, <laughs> um, uh, yes, yeah, so um, <laughs> we'll talk about it. Yeah, in a uh, <laughs> but yes, I do, what, and like, I have some. I have some of that oil too, you know, the Rick Simpson oil. Um, but I, but I'm, yeah. I've read how to use it like three times, and I'm debating it. Use it's it. Pretty intense. And also, um, you know what's good for gaining weight is uh, dates. Just eat hella dates. Yes. You know, the medjool dates. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> and um, and seeds, like, if you, like, crack open avocado seeds, uh, oh. apricot seeds. I didn't know you could eat um, avocado seeds. Just wait. This is news. You, you break them open and there's, like, a soft... Pulpy, pulpy part in the middle of an avocado, uh, and in the middle of a an apricot seed, and you like take it and you can like shave it into um, shakes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially avocado seed is like like so many vitamins, like just B seventeen yeah, and B fifteen or whatever. Half an avocado to a whole every day. I do add a, I eat a lot of walnuts, almonds. Um, good. Like chia seeds and things like that. Um, yeah, the seeds you know, are really good. <laughs> oh, and uh, watermelon, watermelon seeds. Uh, yeah. Just chew them up and eat them. That makes sense. I mean, you can do pumpkin and squash. Why not watermelon? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. Okay, that's all so I have to thought... say about that. Unless you, unless you want to yeah, say no, more. Yeah, no, I'm, you know, yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's a... It's a commitment. <laughs> so what yeah. I'm thinking, I'm trying to reset myself up out my little porch. I don't like to sit still, and I've also got a little bit of you know AD, HDAD. Yeah, me too. Still. Yeah, I thought so. I thought so. What I thought I might do 
is talk about music. All right. How do you feel about that? That sounds great. Okay. So you're, now, so you're, uh, so, yeah, go ahead. Do you, are, do you, are you, I mean, I know you, you no doubt have some musical interests and talents, but I don't know what um, specifically. I uh, love singing. I was, you know, I did musical theater and was on Broadway. Yeah. And, um, and I had too much ADD to ever, like, be able to sit and actually <laughs> learn something. Uh-huh. You know, I, 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 like, I always, like, my piano teacher, like, gave them agita. Like, they, they, they couldn't, you know, they couldn't sit with them. Um, I always thought that I'd be good at the drums. Like, I'm, I'm good at, like, uh, conga, bongo, stuff like that. I'd play a mean, right. shaky egg. I'm, a, I'm, like, a great front man for a band. You know, I've had a couple bands. Uh, but, um, you know, yeah. I, uh, yeah, I don't, that, that's my thing. And I, love, and I love music, rock and roll. Um, yeah. Cool. So I, too, have been a fan of music, and it's been a very interesting um, journey because uh, I, I always knew, okay, when I was in high school, I was looking for a boyfriend. I really wanted a senior. I was a sophomore because they were the cool guys, and um, I had a little list of what I wanted in a, in a boyfriend, and I don't remember the order, but it was um, athlete, musician, and maybe that was it. No, <laughs> I feel like there were three others, but I can't think what they were. But those, <laughs> oh, funny, oh, funny, funny. Uh, I think I might have said smart, but I'm not. I can't guarantee that one. Uh, and I think those were. I was kind of really into emotional elements, I guess. Uh, and that's you know when I started, That's when I found John. Yeah, I knew that from from uh, from your book. Yeah, I know. I, the punchline. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. You put it in the book. That's true. <laughs> I, you know, mostly I don't talk to people who've read the book, so I can say. <laughs> no, you know, I new friends. I would no, say, but that's you read beautiful. The book, that's so amazing. And I also read the script. You know, I. I, uh, oh yes, I you know, know you did, and you did a lovely yeah. presentation of, of some of the scenes. Yeah, man, that was I don't, you know whatever that was my rushed um, screen test for John, but um, yeah, well, I mean, I, know I learned a lot. I learned a lot. I feel like uh, I feel like if I had another chance, I you know would be definitely more grounded. But but finish what you're saying. Uh, oh yeah, so so here I was, the fourth child in the family of four, and um, my father's family, my my grandmother and my aunt were musicians. My grandmother had played um, piano, and at one point, briefly, she played in a movie house, but that wasn't considered appropriate, so that didn't last. But um, then she taught my aunt, who became a piano teacher, as well as she uh, took up organ and was certified to play the greatest organs in the world. And, in fact, at John's memorial, she played um, the St. John the Cathedral's organ. And they don't let you sing one. Uh, so, anyway, my father grew up with, like, two grand pianos in the house and lots of music, and he loved classical. As a kid, that was kind of depressing. <laughs> classical being played all the time I, and, and loud. You know, he was like the teenager in the house, except it was classical. 
um, but on Saturdays or the weekend, he tended to like to play 1940s uh, jazz and the big bands and you know Sinatra and Louis Armstrong, and he went all over the place with his the music he grew up with as a young adult. So that was a very big influence. Also, my sisters, I have two sisters, and they had their um, bedroom and mine shared a wall. And both of us had our head at this, or all three of us had our head at that wall. And in between my sister's twin beds, they had the little book stand with a radio. So they are four and five years older than me. We're always playing like, you know, 1950s music at night. So I had this incredible repertoire of songs from the 40s and 50s, which is before me, and early 60s, which is when I was hitting junior high. Um, but I, I, being the fourth child, was, and the first three not being successful with music lessons, they just skipped me. They said, we're not doing it again. We, you know, so I didn't get lessons, but we did have a piano in the house. So I sort of taught myself some stuff. Very minimal, but I ultimately, um, it gave me some, uh, at least a, a familiarity with when I decided later to take some lessons. I learned in, in, as an adult, I was probably uh, 50. <laughs> And uh, then uh, when I uh, got, oh, also my parents were big on there. They had a group of friends they got together with. And one of the ladies actually was taught piano by my uh, aunt. And then she became a piano teacher. And when they'd do parties, she'd play and everybody would sing. And there's one guy who came along with his drum uh, brushes. And they'd pull out some pots and he'd be brushing away there. And so, you know, so all this was just how I felt so connected and it was what was fun was what you know everyone was happy and joyful and that was my association music and uh, John uh, was was a drummer and then he played in bands and um, he'd been in the marching band in junior high he was in chorus in high school and did this band and uh, you know so when we uh, became living when we started living together and all that we kind of always incorporated music as well. Either, you know, had at least a guitar around. He could play some guitar. I knew a few chords. My brother taught me a couple chords. And I was like 11, like five chords, all the basics. And um, we, uh, we just, you know, like that sort of, I mean, the blues bar was just a natural extension of that. And of course, Danny as well, who also had his whole interest in music. When we hit that Saturday night phase and decided to have a private space, of course, we, you know, threw a great jukebox in there and, and instruments, and uh, anyone could play. In fact, you know, like, you, you, you're on the drums next time I see you. It's just going to happen. And uh, when John and I would, uh, I'd go with him to the films, and uh, when it was, oh, like in the middle of Colorado and isolated, uh, have some, a drum set brought in. And uh, he showed me some stuff, and I, so I started learning drums, uh, you know, to the basic extent of uh, to keep a rhythm, keep a good rhythm. In fact, I have jammed on drums with some really fine musicians, I'll have you know. And, um, yeah, when I do my album, I'm going to put, you know, how they list who you've played with. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll have, like, you know, Keith Richards, Joe Walsh, Duck Dunn, James Taylor. But, of course... It means I played with them in the living room one night, and probably they don't yeah, remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I do. <laughs> yeah. 
they, <laughs> I remember when I did play with Keith, I thought, am I really going to play with Keith Richardson? I thought, well, he's not going to remember. <laughs> so anyway, um, so anyway, I struggled along in terms of my own desire and, and want I, to play. So finally, when I was like 50, I took piano lessons and I said, you know, I just want to be able to play for myself and I, and I just want to learn chords because I had sort of, when I had the piano when I was a kid, I'd learn, I did chords, but I didn't know they were chords. It just would sound good every other note, you know, three, and it was easy to hold my hand like that. And so um, had some, I, you know, found, I picked out some songs and learned them and I could, I can play them still. That's all. You know. Took the lessons. Uh, I, a couple of years ago, I came upon an old poem. I thought maybe this could be a song and knowing my three or five chords, on guitar, I figured out, a, I made a song out of, out of a poem and, you know, and then wrote another verse and all that. Uh, and it was actually about my dog because um, he had uh, passed away and I was struggling. I was struggling with the loss. And, and I, I, uh, I thought I needed to, you know, direct it somewhere. And so I wrote this song about him. And uh, then I kind of set it aside and that was that. Uh, but last year, I ended up uh, joining a ukulele group, a group of women, five women here in Martha's Vineyard where I live. And we call ourselves the ukuleles. And um, that got me playing, I, playing, playing the uke, and I realized I could, you know, I had the finger memory from the guitar. They're di- <laughs> a little confusing because the chords are different. But you get going, and it's lots of fun. It's pretty easy to do simple things anyway. And um, you can do a lot, I can do a lot more chords. I can do like, 20 chords. It's a whole new world. And uh, so I started writing songs. So I, uh, I now have a songbook of about a dozen songs. And um, I was about to do a show, a, a solo show at my at the Martha's Vineyard Playhouse in May, but uh, of course it got closed. But um, that's something I may or may not do in the future. But I am I'm loving playing songs. And uh, I've really been success on the living room circuit. And I'm talking outside of my house, my own family. I've played in at least three cities. And uh, yeah. yeah, I'm going to bring my living room to the stage. <laughs> I, you guys, uh, the, ukuleles, the ukuleles should make an album. Well, we'd like to. We... we um, uh, two of us live on the island all the time, and three of the ladies live other places. So we kind of, when we disbanded in like, um, some, we were pretty much together till like uh, somewhere in October. We we got together in L.A. in uh, in um, Jan- uh, January, February, and that was great. So I'll tell you about my place briefly. It is formed uh, well. Um, uh, Lori David and Joanne Ash, uh, who are uh, here for a good part of the year, but not always, um, had begun playing ukulele. And um, neither of them really had a music background. They didn't play anything. And as Lori likes to say, she's the kid that in the summer camp, when they were doing some rehearsal for a musical, the director stopped everybody during a group sing and pointed at her and said, you, just mouth your lips. So, or just mouth the words. 
Oh. And, um, yeah, that kind of person should be out of there, never work with kids. Um, but but she's, she's, she took lessons. She's really good. And Joanne is amazing now. And but they were kind of new. And apparently they thought I played. And that's why they asked me, which I didn't know. But I was like, sure, I'll learn. <laughs> I've actually been in a, a couple of uh, bands where I played bass or this or that for certain songs. So, I, you know, I could learn. And, uh, and then we got Kate Taylor, who's a musician in her own right. And, um, so, and then Amy Irving, uh, the actress. So that's our, that's our group. And uh, cool. it's really interesting and fun. So I don't know. Then from there, I started writing songs. It just happened. Do you have something you, do you have something that you recorded or something that you want to? Uh, um, I haven't. Well, I, uh, I could, I could play something for you. Yeah. I could. I mean, I don't know how good it'll come across. Or, and I do have to always set my disclaimers. I'm not a, exactly a singer, and I'm not a musician, but I am a writer, and that's why I have the gumption to sing and play. Um, and the other problem is I usually cannot remember all the lyrics successfully, but sometimes I do. So, but I don't care. So I can play it, and then you can decide. I'm, just, I'm, I'm looking for where I could put my phone so I could have it, because uh, I don't want the uke to drown me out. <laughs> I'll serenade you. I'm walking in circles yeah. right now. I just want to. I'm going to keep a graphic going for you. You can only imagine someone <laughs> walking in circles because I think I can put the phone up here, but it's a little high. Is that okay? Well, you know. All right. Okay. And then. This is I actually this is the, the first the time show. Tone. This is the I played oh, the baritone. Which is okay. um, tuned the same as the guitar, with um, only four strings. So, for those of us limited in, in finger skills, that helps. Are you familiar with pickleball? Wait, who? <laughs> pickleball is a sport. Okay, well, it's uh, sweeping the nation of over sixties. Okay, and um, okay. it's it's it, it's a form of from uh, it's like tennis and ping pong kind of put together it's a more of a paddle than a racket but the point is it's it's really simpler and a lot of older tennis players you know who start getting the knees and the elbow problems have switched to pickleball because it's it's uh you can get into it quickly and it's relatively easy i just like to say that the ukulele is to the guitar what pickleball is to tennis (laughs) gotcha Okay. I saw. I once saw Eddie Vedder. I once saw Eddie Vedder do a ukulele, a whole uke concert, just him on a stool in a shaft of light in a very large stadium. And I was like, "How the fuck is he going to fill this stadium?" And he did it with just a tiny little ukulele. It was amazing. Yeah, I played that littler one too. It's they're different chords, so you have to. It's like learning two instruments. So I'm new. I'm, I'm, I won't be doing that for a while, but uh, maybe, maybe I'll move up to uh, rec rooms. All right. 
Okay. I think we're ready. All right. Okay, so I'm going <clears> to... <throat> Actually, I got my stories mixed up before, but I kept going with it because I didn't know what to do about it. Oh. <laughs> this was the one from the poem that I had found uh, that okay. I wrote like 30 years ago. Uh, okay. And I, so, so I, I expanded it, and um, here it is. It's, um, so it's pretty much autobiographical, and uh, that's why I thought I'd play it. And I will warn you, there's a time you, you're going to think it's over, but it's not, because I'm very unconventional, and I just decided to change the whole uh, tempo and everything and go another place, and that's the way I am. So here it goes. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm a fast-talking, fast-walking Midwest kid. Never thought I'd grow up, but I'm glad I finally did. I've done good in school. I learned to be cool, and it served me well. Married a rebel. I fought with the devil, and I lived to tell. These are the best days. These are the best days of my life. These are the best days. These are the best days of my life. There's a time I thought I'd be a virgin all my life. I never thought I would make a wife. When it came round to adultery, never thought that I was so cheated. But you know the best one, kiddo. Never thought I'd be a young widow. You cut the deck, you get what you get. You play your best game and you never forget that. These are the best days. These are the best days of my life. Well, hello, blue eyes. You are my best surprise now. You and your sister stand by my side. Times may get rough, but we get tougher. We're not the kind to sit and suffer. I got your back, and that's the fact, because I am your motherfucking mother. These are the best days. These are the best days of my life. I got some sad news today. I lost my good friend today. We had so much more to say now. All we shared is in the past. But I won't let that get me down. I know where she can be found in my heart. Forever. These are the best days. These are the best days of my life. These are the best days. These are the best days of my life. I got money in the bank. I got gas in my tank. And I'm driving an electric car. I'm hitting the road, I'm lightening my lips. Just gonna take along this little acoustic guitar and a toothbrush. These are, these are, these are the best days of my life. These are, these are, these are the best days. Oh yeah, these, these are, these are, these are the best days. 
of my life. The end. Done. <laughs> that was beautiful. That was great. Well, thank you. Oh, man. I wanted to give a little, because I could have kept listening to that. I wanted to give a little mm-hmm. pause at the end in case that was the part where <laughs> it seems like it's ending. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I figured that out. But, um, yeah, no, usually when I go into I have to say I got that bad was, news because otherwise people think it's done. Um, <laughs> I, uh, that was lovely. I love that. I really do. I really, yeah. Um, and you, wait, that's not a poem. You wrote that whole thing. That's you. Yeah, no, it started from the poem, the first part, and fast talk and fast talk. Gotcha. That was something I wrote 40, 50 years ago. <laughs> and, you know, and I kept thinking, I could do something more with that. Uh, and I did. Do you, uh, okay. You know, I used okay. to walk down the street, and um, I used to get stopped on the street when I when I wore mm-hmm. a certain combination like of clothing <laughs> like uh like if I had like a newsboy cap like tilted to the side and a long leather jacket I would get stopped by people uh frequently who knew John they would they would walk up to me with a look on their face and they they'd say holy shit I thought that right I thought that you were him I think I said leather bomber jacket, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was always a combination of leather jacket and the specific hat hat that I had. Yeah, he had a couple of years, yeah. And people that that knew him, um, so I've been getting that, like, most of my life since my early 20s, like, um, and then, like, watching... Watching, like I, I was born in 1970, so so S, SNL has been with me f- for my entire life. So I was born I was born in 76, and I think the first SNL episode yeah. was 75, right? Was it? And uh, yes, you're right. Yeah, yeah, so, that George Carlin episode. And yeah. uh, let me let me feed your fingers to the Wolverine. And like and and. Seeing that um, as a kid, that first episode, um, I was just a baby. And seeing John performing, um, you know, I wasn't, I, I, I think, like, I remember watching SNL and, like uh, being like like I'm saying like being like a baby like it, it was like a like like I was um, it was like a midnight feeding you know what I'm saying Yeah no he he's like a cartoon I think to kid, little kids um, I'm trying to remember one of my nephews or somebody like you know two or three looking at the television and watching a lot of cartoons and this and that and then you know seeing John and laughing and looking um, you know like oh this guy you know just like yeah that guy. Like like my son when he saw Barney, it was like, Oh Barney, I, I have this affinity and <laughs> and sometimes kids see John and go, Oh <laughs> he he was so 
um, good with little kids too because he was so expressive, and he would make right. make them laugh. And you know, in this uh, the scene in um, Animal House when uh, he's cheering up Flounder, Flounder's car, brother's Flounder. been ruined, and, he, and he's sad. Uh, Smashes he's the cheering up a baby. It, it, that's, he's like cheering up a baby. If you look at him, he you know makes broad gestures yeah. and, face, and faces and smiles and raises you know wiggles his eyes. Um, yeah. So I'm, how I, does this affect you? Is this is this is this like I a curse? Or is I, <laughs> no, my my first impressions were doing his joke cocker because I you know I didn't know how to. I was a, I was a toddler, so I didn't have, know how to talk, but I knew how to flop around like a like you know like a like a lunatic like him, and crack mm-hmm. like you know I knew how to do that. I knew how to do the like he was my first teacher for physical comedy. Well, that's a good and, teacher. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, like yeah, and then Keith, like Keaton, doing, the, eye, doing the eyebrows. Yeah, doing, doing yeah. both eye, getting the mastery of both eyebrows in the mirror. <laughs> he, his, he, he was my first acting teacher in the sense that he, I, I took, I totally took his advice about comic books, go read comic books and do all right. the voices. I did that. I did that. Yeah, yeah. And that's that step that that, and I and I create comic books today too. So I know I was going to ask you about that. I think that's cool. Okay, so watching I'm thinking Animal of doing House. a comic book. I'm thinking of doing Are you? Chemo Woman. She's got Are you serious? Powers. I mean, uh... <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking about it a lot. You see, I also hurt my knee just before this, so I have this, this bionic brace. So I was standing in front of the mirror yeah. with this brace on and, and trying to figure out how I would put a headscarf on if I was when my hair's gone and, and, and I had my mask on, you know. And, and I thought, oh, I kind of look like a superhero. So, <laughs> <laughs> as I say, you've got to. I can help you out with that. I mean, I'm sure you have. Uh, I'm sure you have uh, a lot of connections. I'm sure Dan can uh, can help you out with that. But um, got some connections. But I, you know, I'm I'm with he- I'm with heavy metal, and I can you know I can I'm sure they would dig a, a story like that. Well, let's talk. All right. I mean, I don't, I don't uh, have much more, but I have that, and I, <laughs> I think I took a photo of myself in in, in that outfit. We could. <laughs> um, <laughs> Actually, I have a, a the, yeah. an artist friend who who is a woman who did lots of. Um, she worked for Marvel uh, long ago, and um, I was thinking I'd, I might talk to her too because she's that. It's there's this her her her. She had to try not to make her artwork look feminine. Whereas now I'd be saying let it look feminine because <laughs> um, it's chemo woman. Who, who? Um, <laughs> so hold on, you, you were in blues. You were in the Blues Brothers. Where were you in the Blues Brothers? So the audience oh, knows to look for you. No, I, I said she did the Blues. I'm sorry, I, I went off like in my mindset of everyone knows what I'm talking about. Uh, I was referring to I, I designed the logo for the Blues Brothers, and I and she's an artist, and I had her. Uh, no, no, I jumped the, I jumped the rappel there. I was, I was in the booth, yes, in the but only, I'm yeah. a featured extra. Yeah, so when, which part? <laughs> well, the part, the role of <laughs> the waitress at the Holiday Inn. Was, okay, was the I think I knew too. that. I, there were two waitresses. It was uh, Rosie Schuster, who yeah. was Danny's girlfriend, and a SNL writer. Um, and I were the waitresses. And in fact, when the scene starts, 
they cut it from the, the POV of the behind the counter and there's a waitress at the counter and it's so big on me, you just, you don't even see me. Because of course <laughs> you look at the people sitting, you know, in the background where they've got the, the focus. Uh, and then I brought something up to them or whatever. I don't know. It's, it's, it's just a, a, a thrilling and stunning performance. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, um, I, wait, so I, I, I listened to that album, um, the Blues Brothers album, and I listened to Animal House like in college all the time. Like, like my college experience, I was like trying to recreate Animal House, basically. Um, mm-hmm. and, I'm afraid that's what's yeah. wrong with America today. You weren't the only you one. Think that, <laughs> you think everyone's still trying in fact, to do that. I'm convinced Judge Kavanaugh was doing the exact same thing. Oh, shit. Well. I know. I'm sorry. You, know you got to take, I mean, you got to face up to, you know, take blame for where blame is due. <laughs> Animal House. It was misunderstood. It was misunderstood. Remember, it was supposed exactly. to sort of be an anti-paternity movie. <laughs> it was. That's hysterical. Mm. And then it just sprouted fraternities everywhere. Yeah. Um. Okay. The fun part was so, good. I mean, I guess if it turned them more fun than, than like the Omegas, then that's, that's okay. Um, okay, so we've been talking for... How are you feeling? You, you, you feel... Yeah, I just, I just put my request in for dinner, but that'll take a while. Cool. Uh, I just... Let me see here. I... I... Do you remember the SNL 40 party that we had a very surreal moment? Which one? <laughs> okay. So I, I was, okay. Just the whole thing for me was, was completely surreal. Absolutely. Right. Fucking really That's where we Absolutely. Met. Yeah. I felt like, um, uh, you know that episode of uh, Bugs Bunny where he's like uh, a waiter at the Copacabana and everybody at the table is like a, is like a, like a, a movie star? Oh, yeah, yeah, Bogart. You know what I'm yeah. yeah. That's what it felt like. Everywhere I looked. <laughs> yes, it's true. I, that, that was a heavy, heavily laden famous people party. <laughs> oh, my God. It, from, the, from over four, I've talked about the party a couple times on the show. Because I had Ryan Philippi on the show with me, and he was the one that actually snuck me into that party. I wasn't—I wasn't even supposed to be there. Uh, it, yeah, he—he uh, he said he had a plus one, and I was just like, "Holy shit, I'm coming!" And he said, "Okay, cool." <laughs> and he got there, and he found out he didn't have a plus one. And the girl <laughs> I at know, the door, I, I didn't want to say anything, but they wouldn't give me a plus one. Okay. Right. And the girl, the girl at the door looks at me and she says, oh, oh, you're, you're, uh, you're a damn fogler. Okay. I guess you're famous enough. And she gives me a fucking like wristband, but it was like, it, it wasn't to sit in the audience and watch the show. It was to sit backstage. <laughs> room. And it was, and let me tell you something. That was probably the best fucking thing. I, like that was the greatest present ever because I was backstage watching how SNL works, you know, and seeing, yeah, yeah. like, real, the real thing, like, it was, yeah, you're right. it was I mean, crazy. You know, you get, I hardly ever sit in the audience, but, you know, I take people sometimes. But um, guess who I sat by? 
Take one Who? gift, like the most unlikely person you could think of. <laughs> yeah. Let me think. Who did you sit by at that show? Uh, was it was it like Trump or something? Was it yes. something crazy like? Yes. Are you kidding? No, actually, I was oh by my. Melania. And oh, you were by Melania! Guy. Holy shit! <laughs> wow! I have a feeling you get wow. that food. Yeah. Yeah. I would. You want to hear something funny? Yeah. Because. Yes. Okay, so so the audition tape that I sent for the movie, I. One of the things that I, I tried to recreate was John's audition. And in the audition, he does a Godfather impression. And his Godfather impression <laughs> is how I learned how to do the Godfather, right? Yeah. And recently, just, just today, I was just today I was thinking about it because I like to do like new impressions and I like to do like mashups. And I was I was like, oh my God, Trump is the Godfather. He sounds like the Godfather. <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> And I started doing, like, a thing, like, Trump talking about, <laughs> like, defending himself from, you know, oh, he's told from uh, the, fa- the fact that he, like, was walking down the, the ramp, you know. And I was doing it, <laughs> you know, that, that whole thing where he was just like, and I was doing it as the godfather. And um, <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna, I, I did it. I, I recorded it. And I'm going to put it at the beginning of this show. I was, like, wondering what I was going <laughs> to you'll. And so, so you'll hear it. You're going to hear it. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to do it right now because it, it was too good when I recorded it. But, um, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, anyway, so I'm at the SNL 40 party. And I'm, I've, already, I've already, like, I feel like I'm being so naughty because I just fucking basically, like, snuck into the place, you know. Right. And, but, um, and if, I feel like um, – I feel like I'm in Animal House in the sense that I'm, uh, you know, I'm uh, what's his name? I'm Mozart. I'm I'm the freshman that the uh, the fuck yeah, is that actor's yeah. name? What's his name? Yeah, the, the, he got involved with the, the president's daughter. Yeah, Pinto. yes, exactly. Yes, Pinto. Um, I'm Pinto. I'm like I'm like oh my god! I'm just I snuck in and I'm like yeah, but, that's, but I'm that's a great. The, that would be but a great character to be. I mean, he was—he had—he was—he he had that joy in his face for being there, you know. Yeah, and I was just like, oh my god, I, because you know, I was a semi—I mean, you know, whatever. I, I was kind of well known at that point, so I was able to just kind of navigate around. I knew people, and you know, and yeah. um, and it was, and and one of the most—it was the most surreal moment I, I've ever had in my life. Looking up on stage. And seeing Prince perform next to Paul McCartney, next to Paul Simon, next to Dan Aykroyd, next to Jimmy Fallon, next to fuck, and next to Bill Murray, next, to, and it was just like <laughs> it was crazy, crazy, yeah. you know, smoking. Indeed, joints, well, you know, next, it was it was reduced, insane. it was like reduced like, in size by about ninety five percent was our when we did you know when we had our blues bar. It, it was you know, there'd be the after party, which had become pretty, pretty boring, you know. I mean that right. And, that was that was like. And then we go to the, to down to our bar, you know, and and, and it got pretty big. It was overflowing, but you know it was, it, it wasn't everybody, and some people didn't even want to go there. But it was a great wild time, and you know just like everybody playing you know music, and that was pretty you know everybody would take turns playing. That was how it went. That was my first. That was my first taste of that. So I'm like on a high. I'm walking around, and 
I get to I go to get some hors d'oeuvres or whatever, and <laughs> I see you across the room, and we just kind of like walk toward each other, and I I just kind of I. You looked at me, and I looked at you, and I kind of just, I just knew it, right? We hugged, right? You said, mm-hmm. you just said, I'm Judy Belushi, and then we just hugged. And I remember sitting, like, I was like, oh, my God, I'm at the SNL 40 party hugging Judy Belushi. I mean, listen, what are the odds that we actually ran into each other? Like, yeah, no, that's true. I didn't, see, crazy. I didn't see people I know there. <laughs> and the odds that I'm bas- I was basically wearing a Blues Brothers suit. Okay? <laughs> I, I, right? I don't remember that's what that. I was wearing. I was wearing, I was wearing the black suit and the fucking black tie. Right. And I'm sitting there, and I'm, and I'm just like, what the – that was – the I the you know the the cherry on the the cake. I was like, I can't believe I just hugged Judy oh, Belushi, cool. and it was just I, I, that whole night was a dream. And yeah. I don't know, you know, I don't know what's gonna happen with, like, like I, I feel like I'm destined to to somehow. I've already done many homages to 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 John in all of my work, like like fanboys and, and take me home tonight. Like you can look at all the comedies and stuff. I, there's always a moment where I'm doing a wink to John and that's maybe, true. maybe this movie uh, that that's about John's life um, based on your book that's going around. Maybe I, I would love to be part of that. And if I don't, whatever, I, I I'm, I'm, I'm just so happy that I actually got to have these, less than two degrees of separation uh, moments, you know, with the Belushi <laughs> name, you know. And, yeah, um, I, you know, appreciate that. Yeah. Um, and, it's, you know, it's, it, it, uh, just to let you know that it's uh, just huge, huge influence. People, you know, you know, that's people refer, watch my work and they say, man, you're, you know, when you yeah. are... No, you have when the energy. You're doing your thing. Yeah. You know, I mean, you, all, you do have the characteristics as well, of course, you know, dark hair and the dark eyebrows and the ability to move each eyebrow individually. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and, and you're multi-talented. And, you know, I, that's, I mean, that's those are the characteristics that I, you know, would say you share exactly. I mean, and being able to bring your energy up so quickly. Um, and, and, you, and you have that physicalness of, how you you can move like a like a dancer and um it's a it's a beauty a thing of beauty to behold can i tell you um i guess we should probably i got to i got to get back sure. to and I, the wife and i need to gain bit, more weight we should, we should, yeah <laughs> <laughs> eating a hagen dog and playing the ukulele. Um, I, I, uh, can, I, can we wrap up? I have just one dream. I had a dream about John. I've had several dreams about John in my life, but this one, I felt like he was there. And can I share Probably it with you? Yes. Okay, so... <laughs> this is wild. So when I was auditioning for the movie when I was first putting that, um, that tape together. Obviously, he was on my mind a lot, that, you know, the audition tape. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
So I had a movie. <laughs> I had a movie. I had a dream. <laughs> and I had a dream one night, and it was so vivid. And it was basically like, oh, okay, you want to play Belushi? And it was me and a bunch of other guys, you know, that looked like, that looked like John. And, <laughs> and, and it was like a marathon, you know, and it was, it was like the, the little chocolate donuts bit, you know, where we had some fucking, <laughs> we were racing each other. <laughs> and, okay. and whoever wins okay. will get the roll. Exactly. Oh, my God, right? And we're fucking running. We're running around, and of course I'm like, you know, I feel like, oh fuck, I'm, 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 you know, so overweight right now. I'm not gonna fucking lose it, <laughs> you know. And and I see like Emil Hirsch, who's all who's <laughs> up for the role as well, and he or he's like he was gonna get it, and, and I see him just taking off. I'm like that skinny motherfucker, <laughs> and I, and he's jumping and he's jumping over hurdles and shit and. And I'm doing my best, and I'm doing the pole vault, and I'm like, I don't know how to fucking pole vault, and it's it's it's, it's fucking ridiculous. And I'm like, and and we're we're like, I'm like, oh okay, and it's the little chocolate donut section, so I'm eating eating chocolate little chocolate donuts. I'm like, I'm gonna, I was like, okay, at least I got this one, you know, this one I got in the bag. And Emil Hirsch, Emil Hirsch is he's struggling with the chocolate donuts. I'm like, ah, fuck you, and I'm like, I finished, I finished the chocolate donuts, and I'm running, I'm running for the fucking. I'm almost. This is hysterical. I'm almost at. Oh my God. That's. I'm almost at. I the, only, I'm almost at the. Oh, I, it's almost over. I'm almost over. So I'm almost at no, the. No, no, I know. I'm almost. Okay, I'm almost there. I'm almost there. And out of the fucking blue, like a goddamn pie in the face, comes Belushi. John. <laughs> he runs up out of nowhere and fucking tackles me, okay? And he goes, you didn't, fi- you didn't finish your spaghetti and meatballs. <laughs> and he's got this vat of spaghetti and meatballs that he's <laughs> shoving in his face and that he's shoving in my face and I'm eating and we're both eating this and it's fucking delicious. It's the best spaghetti I've ever <laughs> eaten in my life. And I'm like, but the race, but the race. And he's like, forget the race, eat the spaghetti. <laughs> and I'm eating the spaghetti. <laughs> And he's, and, and he's like, and then, I, then he just starts laughing at me and pointing. And he's like, you got spaghetti all over your face. And I was like, so do you. You got, you're covered in spaghetti. And the two of us just laughing at each other, covered in spaghetti. And then he, he looks up and he says, eh, the race is over. Too bad, huh? And I go, nah, it's fine. I got to have this moment with you. And we're laughing. And this is great. This is, this is what it's about. And then he goes, Exactly. And then I oh. fucking woke up. Yeah. Wow, that's a great dream. And I'd love to see it. <laughs> I've imagined it as a, a scene on SNL. I've imagined it as a, a video. I've imagined it as a cartoon while we were talking. Just, yeah. I, I, I want to see you, Emil I'm, Hirsch, and, uh, and like six other people <laughs> who look like John, you know, all lined up. <laughs> and then racing, that's great. That's a beautifully written dream. Thank you. I uh, yeah, that w- that will stay with me forever. It was crazy. I've had some I've had some interesting experiences where I felt John was there, just being like you know, pat me on the back or giving me the blessing or something. Um, I believe he is there. I believe he's with me a lot. I think he's lots of places now, and um, 
Yeah. He had a very powerful energy. Um, I mean, he, he still reverberates here from the energy he put into the world physically, I believe, you know. But um, I, uh, I believe in that energy can't be destroyed. I'm going with that. No, I'm, I'm, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. This is, this is a many level, uh, video game we're playing here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's an interesting, interesting, uh, place, but I think there's way more interesting places, but right now I'm here. Yep. Um, I don't know. There's more interesting. Is... There are many more interesting places. <laughs> so I, 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 I wanted to just make sure, I mean, I, I'm glad we did as much as we did and, so you can pull all the nuggets out and get rid of the, the sap. And um, are you going to include some other things, like some, like some of John's work? Are you going to play other things like that? Or no? If you, uh, yeah, if you have anything, oh, my God, if you have something that is, like, really unique or something that you would love to have played on this podcast that I is wish I uh, did. from him. I do not, but oh, we were okay. talking about certain things. And I thought you might, you know, play some. But it, it's, I, I'm just wondering. I don't, I don't. Yeah, I'll I'm find something. I'll it. find my favorite thing. I'll find my. I mean, favorite you mentioned you were going to play song. the other thing, so you obviously put some stuff in. That's. Well, I'm going to put. I'm going to put my impression of uh, the Godfather's yeah. Trump in the beginning, and then uh, yeah, I'll find one of my favorite. Uh, well, there, you songs. could do his Godfather too, I suppose. Yes, uh, absolutely. He did, he did one with Peter Boyle. He did. Right, you know, of course. Did, yeah, you know, you know. Anyway, um, yeah, I don't want to keep going. I'll go on and on and on. Well, I think we should. Ch- I'm going to check in. I'm going to check in on you, uh, right. if you don't mind. Not at all. And uh, we'll, uh, you know, we'll keep the conversation going. Okay. And um, yeah. And um, I, uh, when I'm moving about, my my act up to my bedroom, maybe I'll I'll do something else for you from from the bedroom. We have to talk about your um, your uh, your comic book, obviously. Yes, and, yes, uh, let's, let's do that. Because I, I mean, I don't have yeah. any more than a concept at this point, <laughs> but but I think it's a good concept, and I think um, you know, you might we might actually address some real things about cancer, but um, yeah. obviously black humor is in there and um yeah you know a superhero a woman just i sound like spider-man um, you got bitten by a spider right <laughs> yeah it's like a radioactive yeah, poison <laughs> a different kind of poison yeah <laughs> oh man all right listen um i'm gonna let's let's wrap this up and i'm i want you to uh, take care of yourself and I'm gonna I'm gonna put this up uh, soon. And oh I'm yeah, gonna I, um, of, I'm gonna send you know, a bunch song, of remedies uh, at you. Whatever sticks. The song, if the song works, it's good. It's, it's I, I you know I'm, I have to copyright it. I I have um, a sister lawyer, who uh, because uh, they they recorded me doing it at uh, the studio when I was doing an interview for uh, the documentary, and it's at the end of the movie, so I have to get it out there soon. But I, you know, that's here or there. It's, but yeah, so I need to do that. But um, so about how soon are we talking? <laughs> then it'll be up. You get three oh, months or something after oh. it's been published or performed for public. Oh, okay. You mean this? This the, what you just performed on my show here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was going to put this out in the next, you know, couple of weeks if, if that's, that's cool. That's fine. 
you know, that's fine. It'll take me, you know, just I have to have someone do it. It's just to go, on, uh, you know, go online and do something and pay $100. I mean, it's not a big deal. It just needs to be you done. Give me the, uh, so that gives me a timeline. Give me the heads up. Yeah, just give uh, me the heads you, up. You can go. I'll, I'll, I'll take care of my end. I just want to know about how long I had. You, I get three months after. What was the... Uh, what was the uh, what's the name of the documentary? Dancing. What was it again? I want to watch it. No, the new one is. Um, it was supposed to be at um, Tribeca. And, oh yeah. Yeah, and um, so now Showtime is going to release it in October. What's um, it called? They're going straight. To, I think it's just Belushi, and it's funny. I, I, I why, why oh. do I not know this? I'm almost certain. <laughs> 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 Uh, I mean, I haven't seen anything else that I can think of. I, I mean, I've only seen it uh, uh, three times, probably. And, um, you know, so I've seen it. I've seen they start with the title for sure, and I'm sure it's Belushi, but for some reason I just really didn't register it properly. So, there. But, uh, yeah, so I'll do my part, and you can, I give you permission. And if it, you know, if you listen, it doesn't, it, as long as you think it sounds okay for public. I thought it sounded great. I can't wait to, for people to hear it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Moving forward. All right. Yeah, I appreciate right. your time. Uh, and it was, you know, it was such yeah. very nice to talk to you. Very fun. And uh, we'll talk chemo, late, chemo woman. Chemo woman. Yes. I'll, uh, I'm going to send you some Good. remedies. I'm going to send you some, like, experimental remedies that I, if I come across anything, if that's cool. Okay. Uh, yeah, or even just, you know, see some article or whatever. Um, I'm always researching. All right. Okay. Talk soon. Be well. All right. You All right. too. Stay strong. Thank you for this. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. I appreciate it. All right, Judy. Bye-bye.